Praise the Lord. Is it time for the message? The man of God to preach at this hour is Pastor Augustine Edusoma. Welcome him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today, I want to share a word, a word with you, and then at the end, I will pray with you. Because uh, with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. I'm taking my subject from the book of uh, Jeremiah 32, verse 27. The Lord asks, the man of God, is there, is there anything too hard for me? There's nothing too hard for God. The situation we find ourselves today, God is aware that God is well able to put us over and see us through in this situation. No matter what is going on, the Lord will see you through. Hallelujah. I want to take a scripture from my other uh, Book of Mark, chapter 11, 23. I will start from verse 22. And Jesus answering, said unto them, Have faith in God. God is saying to the disciples, Have God kind of faith. God kind of faith we act in this manner, in verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. But he shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. That is the condition there. If you don't doubt, if you have a double mind, according to the book of James, don't expect anything. But if your mind is fixed, you hold to the word of God, it will come to pass. Just yesterday, I heard a testimony of a man of God telling a woman, he said, the Holy Spirit just told me not. Stand up, Mark eleven twenty three. Say to your husband, who is in coma, my husband will not die, but will live. Thank you, Jesus, for healing my husband. He said, say it hundreds and thousands of times. Few days, that man came back to life. With God, all things are possible. If you go to the Bible, you discover there are a lot of impossible things that God did just to awaken our faith, to help us to rise up and believe him. Because God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he will make it good and he will bring it to pass. He has not changed. He's still the same. Jesus Christ yesterday, today, and forever. And he's still moving. Now, in the world today, people are living in fear. Remember, the Bible made it clear that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and of his own mind. So fear not, children of God, because God is still alive. He's still in charge. Whatsoever transpired over there in nature, though it started from the lab, that God is well able to preserve his children. Hallelujah. Remember what the Bible says in the book of uh, Ezekiel chapter 9. 
when the judgment came. And uh, those who had a mark, the death angel did not touch them. So it's just like in those days. But those people that had a mark were the people who sigh and cry for the abomination of the land. There are a lot of things going on in the world today. God will put a mark on you if you're a believer. If you sigh, if you cry for the abomination that is going on in the land. And God will put a mark and set you aside. When things are going on, it will not touch you. God will preserve you. Now that reminds me. Psalm 91 is a key scripture. There are a lot of promises there that you can stand on. That will help you to go through the situation we are going through now. Without anything that will hurt you. Now, the time is very short. Jesus Christ is coming very soon. Nothing is too hard for God. Well, remember how God parted Red Sea for the children of Israel. That was something impossible. God did not wait for engineers to come and bridge, bridge for the children of Israel to cross. He only gave instruction to his servant, Moses. Stretch forth the rod and the sea parted. Remember, sea, not a river, sea parted. That, that same God is here alive. He has not changed. Remember, in the wilderness, he failed them. He nourished them. There were no restaurants for, for that 40 years in the wilderness. God was nourishing them. He gave them food. And that same God was their physician. They were not sick in that wilderness. But those who rebelled, God allowed snakes. And snakes were biting them. And God gave instruction to Moses. He said, make a serpent of bronze and put it on a pole. Anyone that is bitten by a snake, when they look, they will live. Jesus Christ said in the book of Mark, Gospel of John chapter 3, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so shall the son of man be lifted up. He said, when I am lifted up, I will draw men unto me. Now, those who obey that instruction, they lived. The venom of snakes left their body. Those who will look unto Jesus, Jesus Christ died in your place. He was crucified instead of you. He went to, he was buried instead of you. He went to hell for you. That same Jesus is alive. If you look unto Jesus, you will live. The venom of sin will be purged out of your life. Because the blood that Jesus Christ shed on the cross of Calvary was for you and for me. And it's for your eternal life. The gift is in Jesus Christ. That life is in Jesus Christ. Receive Jesus Christ today and you will live. And you will not perish. Like today we are seeing what is happening in the world today. The millions that people own cannot even save them. They are all living in fear. But you know, you can escape all these things. Remember, even if the virus touches your body as a child of God, that virus will die in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God will make a difference because we are his children. Hallelujah. We trust in him. Amen. Nothing is too hard for God. I remember the, in, the old, in the Old Testament, there was a, a mad prophet. God told him, don't curse Israel and because of bribe. 
Balaam tried to do that. On his way, God made the ass, the donkey, to talk. Because nothing is too hard for God. With God, all things are possible. You can imagine an animal talking to the prophet. And the prophet will reply. That is strange. He said, you owe me all these years. Have I done this type of thing to you? It was then God opened his eye and he saw the angel drawn with a sword ready to kill him. And he fell on his face. That is the God we are talking about. He can preserve you. Tribulation. Tribulation. Dark things are happening in the world. And darkness, gross darkness is going on right now. And more and more. But trust in God. It will put you over. Hallelujah. And we're told again. God put all these things in the Bible to build our faith. To have absolute trust towards him. Because the promises of God, they bring God's nature into us. God is life. That life will be imparted into you when you take in the word of God. The promises of God. God is light. And in return, he said, you are the light of the world. Take the word of God. The word of God will turn you to be light toward us. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus Christ did something. As he spoke to the fig tree, it was a sign. He wanted the, the students to learn from what he did. The following day, Peter said, behold, master, the fig tree dried up. Then Jesus Christ in return said, when you speak to the mountain, if you don't doubt, you will have whatsoever you see it. The same thing the Lord is still saying to us. Learn how to speak the language of God. Hallelujah. Don't say things the way people of the world are saying it. Coronavirus is not for you. It will not come near your dwelling. Hallelujah. The fire of God is well able to immunize your body. Don't say I'm going to die. Don't say this thing will, will kill me. Don't, please, don't live in fear. Because fear is not for you. Fear has torment. And God has delivered you from that already. So stay and lay hold on the word of God. Now, let's quickly go to Josephat. During the battle, three nations came against Israel. I didn't know what to do but to seek the face of God. And God gave a signal. Say, this is what you need to do. You don't need to fight in this battle. The battle is of the Lord. Now, you can imagine going to the battlefront, look for choir members, those who can sing, who can play the instruments, just to go and fight in the battle. That is strange. But you know that is how they won their battle. Hallelujah. No matter what, what you are going through, remember to praise the Lord. Remember to exalt him. Worship him. As you continue to praise him and praise him and praise him, God will stir up himself and do what you, are bidding, what you are requesting for. And the Lord will turn it around. And that is what God did for Joseph and his people. Those people ended up turning on one another. They helped to destroy themselves. 
And it took three days for the Israelites to gather spoils for dead bodies. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Hebrew 13, verse 5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness. Be content with such things that you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I believe it's written in your Bible like that. When God promises you or give you a promise, God will stand with that promise. It's not a politician that will change his mind. Politicians can tell you a lot of things because they need your vote. The moment they are voted into the office, they will turn your back against you. You can't even reach them. When they see your phone number, they will not answer. That is if you have their phone number. But Jesus Christ is not like that. Whatsoever he has said is well able to back it up. Or else it will be unjust. Our God is faithful. Hallelujah. So he will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord is your helper. According to verse 6. So that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Hallelujah. Now I want to share another thing with you. Because with God all things are possible. Now. There were a lot of things that God did in the Old Testament to wake us up, to help us to stand in our own time. But that's now in a, in a new covenant, God expects us to look unto him according to Rome, uh, Hebrew chapter 12, verse 2. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I quoted a scripture earlier on that in, from the book of St. John chapter 3. He said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so shall the son of man be lifted up. Now, why did God give instruction to Moses to make a serpent of bronze? Because bronze represents judgment. And snake represents sin. The sins of people were judged and placed on the poor. In our own time, Jesus Christ came, he, he carried the sins of the whole world upon him. Because he was the lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. And when the fullness of time came, he was, he was hung on the tree for you and for me. So that when we receive him, the venom of sin will live our life. Now we will not perish. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is everlasting life to put our trust in Lord Jesus Christ and the sacrifice he made on our behalf. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in Romans chapter 4, we were told about Abraham. The wife was barren and no, no seed. God told Abraham, that your wife is going to give birth to a son. And even gave him the name Isaac. Now le let me ask you a question. Is it easy for a 19 year old woman to carry a baby in the womb for nine months? That is what God did there. That is impossible. If in our own dispensation. 
If a, an old woman will come to a gynecologist to say, I'm pregnant, it, it, it will not need to check any instrument. Say, Grandma, no, this is tumor. This is no, no baby. But 90 year old woman carried a baby in her womb for, for that nine months. No problem. Now, another question again, is it easy for a 19 year old lady to press and to deliver a baby? Remember, there were no caesarean oppression in those days. She labored and gave back to that baby. And the baby was healthy and she was healthy. She did not lack any caution. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But we may understand what I'm trying to uh, describe there. She did not lack nothing. Even she became more beautiful after she gave back to that Isaac. For we go, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. Now, God is still doing the same thing in our own time. He's only looking for those who can trust him, who can believe him. And you are listening to me. Can you believe God for your situation? Probably this type of virus that is going on has come to your area. Fear not. Go to Psalm 91. Say Psalm 91 over and over and over again. Because during the, during the warning uh, there's a storm. There were a group of soldiers who stood on Psalm 91. They came back home intact. Nothing happened to them. Psalm 91 will still work. Because God has promised that he will not leave you nor forsake you. He that keepeth Israel will neither sleep nor slumber. The Lord is your keeper. Uh, let me remind you of our own time. I heard a testimony by John Wesley. He was going somewhere to go and preach. In those days, and it was no, nothing like a, a chariot, but to a horses. He was using his horse. As he was going, the horse gave, gave out. Just fell. Sick. How will he, how will he revive the, the horse in the wilderness? So do you know what he did? He prayed over the horse. The horse came back alive. Horse. Horse, the, horse did not know anything about the Bible. Doesn't read the Bible. Horse doesn't pray. Charles Wesley used his faith. And God revived the horse. Hallelujah. Now, if God can do that for an animal, what about you if you believe in God? Today, if you give your life to Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ will turn your life around. Hallelujah. Because what, what will it profit you if you gain the whole world and you suffer a loss of your soul? So don't end up in hell. Go along with Jesus Christ and end up where he is. Hallelujah. During the time of uh, Elisha, there were a group of young men who said that you should come along with them. They, they are going to fetch some wood to build a place. They wanted him to stay with them. 
as they were trying to bring down trees, the axe fell and dropped inside the water. Then my father, we borrowed the axe. And he asked, where did he drop? He said, it fell somewhere there. And he cut a piece of wood and put it under the water. A piece of iron started floating. Why? Nothing shall be impossible if you can take God's word for God. Because God will not run away from his promises. His promises are yes and amen. So, now, what happened to that, those group of people, it affected their faith. Let me come back to our own time. I heard a story of a man of God in the, in the 60s. Now, why he was walking with a tractor in the yard, bees, honey bees came after him because honeybees, they don't like noise. He said to them, he said, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were there. I'm a servant of God. They, they made a U-turn. Another day, he went to somebody's yard to pray. He didn't know there was a killer bull. That bull was ready to kill. You know, when a bull is mad, they will scratch their feet on the ground. They are ready to rush you. And then I spoke to the bull. He said, I'm sorry, I'm a servant of God. I didn't know you were there. And he thing went back and relaxed. Hallelujah. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I heard a story. Now the man of God who is based in uh, Mexico. The grandson was walking with the tractor. And the thing provoked honeybees. They attacked him. They killed him. He died. And the wife called him. I believe he was in Australia. He said, from the sound of the wife, he knew there was trouble. He said, okay. He said, give him, uh, put the phone in my grandson's ear. Far away. There's no distance limit with God. He only says, son, I need you. The boy came back to life. Hallelujah. Fear not, little flock. Fear not. The Lord is on your side. Speak the language of God. Hallelujah. Calling those things we be not as though they were. Don't speak fear. Speak the word of God. Speak faith. And God will honor your faith. Hallelujah. Can you imagine? Grandpa was not there. He always said, put the phone on his ear. A dead boy. And he said, son, I need you. He came back to life. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Lord Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Now, I'm going to spend some time to pray for those who need prayers. And those who want to give your life to Jesus. Because Jesus Christ is still in business of saving his children. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. Now, I want you to consider in your heart. What you are living your life all these years for yourself. Why not turn your life back to your creator? God created you for a purpose. If you read Psalm 139, 
or 36 rather. God wrote some things about you that are there in his book. You came to, God sent you to this world for a purpose. So you need Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. He's ready to save you. And it's very easy to receive Jesus Christ. Because that is what I did long time ago. I'm still enjoying Jesus Christ. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word is the truth. I believe you are the son of God. You came in my place. You died for me. And you were buried in my place. You resurrected on the third day for my justification. Lord Jesus Christ, forgive me my sins and wash me clean. I invite you to come into my heart. Turn my life around. I surrender my life unto you today. Right from today, it's you I will serve. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for coming into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, for those who are sick, if coronavirus is troubling you, and you can take the phone close to the person who is sick, I'm going to pray. And you are going to testify. Father, I thank you for this one. I stretch my hand. As they stretch their hand by faith, touch them, oh God. Let the power of the Holy Spirit float into their body. I bind the spirit of death. Death depart from their bodies. I speak life into their body. I say leave. Body be healed. Right from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Son of righteousness. Thank you for reason with healings in your wings. Thank you for healing your people. Blessed be thy name, O God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm not.